Hey everyone, this is Isaac Maddox, and I'm the pastor of Activate Church, and this is our podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you, builds your faith, and I hope you enjoy the message. trauma you're lifting up the name when you're in the valley of the shadow of death you're lifting up the name when someone's sick you're lifting up the name come on our war cry is praise our war cry is praise our war cry is the name of Jesus in this place come on let's give him one more praise in this place come on come on he's worthy this is how we fight this is how we fight someone shout amen Someone shout, amen. Every person in this place, shout, amen. Come on. All right, get your seats. You're so crazy. You're so crazy. Sit down, calm down. Too much. Can we thank the worship team? Thank you, worship team. Jaren's just going to hang out. Jaren's just going to hang out. Pray for Jaren's back. Amen. Pray for healing this morning. Amen. If you need healing, we want to pray at the end. Amen. This is church. It's a, it's a house of prayer. Amen? It's way too quiet in here. <laughs> it's a house of prayer. It's a house of praise. This is not a house of pontification. This is not a house of higher learning. This is not a house of coming to hear the speech about, no, no, this is church. Amen? You don't have to jump in, but I highly recommend that, that you, you shout amen and you participate in the atmosphere. We're all a part of setting an atmosphere of faith. Amen? Pretend it's on you. You set the atmosphere. Pretend you are the thermostat in this room. Amen? Amen? Because this is not just to hear the word. It is, but it's to receive an impartation. Amen? If you need healing, you, you want people of faith to not just pray a cute prayer of you when you're sick. Most people, when they have cancer, they, they, they call someone over to the house they believe that's going to stand in faith. People find people of faith, amen, when they have need. And uh, we're all on the same page this morning. No one's against you. I love you. Did you know I love you? I love you. I love you. I'm proud. You made it to church. Good job. <laughs> Come on, you're winning. Amen? Where's my faith people at? Where's my faith people? Where's my Jesus people at this morning? Come on, we need you. This is, this is a season of coming out of a dark two years, and we're going in, and we need faith to go in. I, don't, I know I keep repeating this, but I really believe it's a word. Just because you come out of Egypt does not mean you get access, okay, to go into the promised land. You need faith to go in. You need faith to go in. Amen? We need the Word of God to go in. And so stir yourself this morning, and uh, I want to speak about hearing the voice of God. If you, if you need to hear the voice of God, which is all of us, this message is for you. Amen. You need to hear from God for yourself. Amen. I want to look at that verse again. I got a little work done, a little work left in First Samuel. I had my voice, and then we started praying for people. And uh, that's the problem about being a charismatic Christian is, uh, is I believe that the Spirit of God is moving, and so I get participating with the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> and then my voice just goes out. So that's all right. I need you. You help me out. We'll stir up faith and just believe God to move. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. First Samuel chapter eight. Men, coming to men's breakfast? Come on. We're going to carpool out, have some, have some time together in the car. And if that sounds horrible to you, it's okay. we got a lot of cool guys that will carry the conversation and we'll connect. That's really what we need. We need connection, relationship, amen, in this season. Ladies, come on. Come on, Mark Zuckerberg thought you guys were pretending to be warrior princesses. Mark's like, that's, that isn't, that is not right. I'm like, no, we are warrior princesses. Ladies, help me out. Help me out. Help us out. Sign up today. We've stepped out into two conferences, and uh, we got Havilah for two nights. You can double dip. I would, that's great. But we are creating space for over 600 ladies. And um, again, partner with us. Help out. Be the church in this season. Amen? Be the church in this season. Do we have systems for emails? Yeah. But the system's the church. Do we have phone calls? Yes. But be the church. Amen? Reach out to someone that you haven't seen in a while. They might need it. 
And uh, when you're lost and you're, it's in a, and you're in a dark place and you're trying to find your way out, you need someone full of love, full of grace, full of truth to help lead you out of that. Amen? Come on. All right. First Samuel chapter 8, verse 1. It says, as Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons to be judges over Israel. But they were not like their father, for they were greedy for money. They accepted bribes and perverted justice. Finally, all the elders of Israel met at Ramah to discuss the matter with Samuel. They said, look, they told him, you're old and your sons are not like you. This is the problem in life. His victimization starts to set in when the situation seems against us or we don't seem to have an answer. And so they said, give us a king. Give us a king to judge us like all the other nations have. And Samuel was displeased with the request and went to the Lord for guidance. He went to the Lord for guidance. He went to the Lord for guidance. This morning, my job, my assignment is to impart a, a word of faith that you would go to God for guidance. Amen. I don't care how married you are, how many pastors you have in your life, how many wives or husbands you have, or how many friends you have, how many counselors you have. I want you to really have faith in the fact that you go to God for guidance. Number one. Amen. Amen. You go to God for guidance. Remember, this is Samuel. Little Samuel, remember, speak. Lord, your servant's listening. This is our Samuel. Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. So do everything they say to you, the Lord said. They're not rejecting me. Or they're not, they're, they are, I always mess that up. They are rejecting me, not you. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Ever since I brought them from Egypt, they have continually abandoned me. How can I abandon God? We choose to. I want to speak this morning kind of a hybrid message around listening and choosing. It's your life. Your life might be what you've chosen. And we don't want to accept that. And I feel your pain. I want you to understand. I understand because life will kick you and, and, and kick the teeth out of you or however the saying is. It'll knock you to the ground. It'll knock the wind out of you. It's real people. I mean, it, it, hashtag people suck. Like life is tough. People are, I mean, it's, it's real, right? It's real. It's real. Anybody experience any life? Any, 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 yeah, it's, it's real. It's painful. It's in painful situations, loss, and it's real. It's real. And so to, to come to a place, it really takes a mature person to come to a place and say, that happened. That's real, right? I'm not in denial, but I choose to not remain there. Amen? So life could be said that it is more than what happens to you. It's what you determine to do with what happened to you. Am I preaching to anybody? I hope you're ready for me. I'm not here to play. Amen? Too many people are in some dark situations and church in Ukraine and the church, I mean, the church here. I mean, there's some, there's some people that need heaven to come to earth. And so we, this is our time. Amen? I'm here to reveal God. I'm also, I feel the weight of free choice to, to, to preach about what it means to receive the sovereignty of God and receive the kingship of God. He will rule and reign in your life if you let him. He will not make you. Not every moment's the same. Not every moment's the same in life. I'm reminded of a story of some missionaries talking to me about when after World War II, uh, Japan was open. Japan opened up as a country like never before and said, send, they called YOM and they called Youth for Christ and they called Billy, they said, they said, anybody just send some missionaries and guess what? Not many missionaries went. And Japan has never experienced a revival. I'm not saying it's all on the missionaries who didn't go, but it's interesting. They did a poll 40, 50, 60 years later and it was amazing. I still get choked up. It was amazing. How many people said, I felt a call of God to go to Japan when I was 20, and I didn't go? Yeah. There's something. There's something. Yes, free choice. Their salvation's not on you, but there is something that connects all of us. There's something about the cross that says, he took the cross for me. And Jesus said, would you stand in the gap for somebody? And that, that's just the reality. Of a, of a generation we live in and, and that heaven and hell is real and the stuff that people are going through is real and God's called us to reach people. Amen? All right. Jesus. But the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. They refused to listen. Even so, we still want a king, they said. We want to be like the nations around us. Our king will judge us 
and lead us into battle. The people refused to listen. Are you refusing to listen to God this morning? No, not me. No, not me. Maybe my wife, but not me. How are you when you don't get what you want? How, how, how you're like a, just a cheerful, loving Jesus is Lord when you don't get what you want. I just, I just want to drill down on this. I, I, really, I really want to clear the cobwebs, and I really believe we're going to set you up this morning by the Word of God to hear from God. You ready to hear from God like never before? Yeah? You ready to hear from God like never before? And Samuel repeated to the Lord what the people had said, and the Lord replied, do as they say, give them a king. And then Samuel agreed and sent the people home. Speak, Lord. Your servant's listening. Someone say, speak, Lord. Come on, say it with some gumption. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. All right, let's pray this morning. <clears throat> Jesus, thank you for my Batman voice, or what I think is a Batman voice. You're like, no, you sound like a squirrel. I'm like, all right, in my head, I sound like Batman. All right. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for church. We thank you for, for what you're doing, Lord, in our life, that you're in control, you're sovereign but you've also made us in your image. You've given us free choice. And I don't know if we fully have understood that theologically, that we get to choose the power, the responsibility, the, re, the ability to create a response in our lives. God, we pray for that reality. It's not heavy. It's not one of fear or condemnation. It's, 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 it's the fact that we were made in your image. We're chop off the old block. We're, 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 we're made in your, we've been given this, this, this image of God and it's real and it's powerful and it's love. That's why you didn't create robots. We're not robots. We've been made in your image. God, I pray for that revelation to come this morning. Lord, we pray for the church in Ukraine. Just take a moment with me right now. Just take 30 seconds. Just take 30 seconds. Whether you've thought about it or you've watched it, just take 30 seconds to pray out of your mouth. Let's step into the gap of intercession and just pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. And we lift them up to you, God. And we ask you for miracles. We ask you for heaven to come to earth. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, for our leaders, if there's anything that we can do. I know it's complicated. I know it goes back a long time. But Lord, we pray for leaders, God. I pray for wisdom and for strategic planning. And God, if there's anything that can be done, Done, or that there's anything that can be done with wisdom and, and tactfulness and strategic, or whatever it might be, just move, Lord, open doors and close doors and protect, Lord, those people. And if there's a way, God, that this could turn out, Lord, more positive than the destructive force of war, we ask you, Lord, to move on behalf. Lord, strengthen the church. Lord, strengthen the Christians over there. Fill them with your spirit, God. And we just lift them up before you and say, God, we love them. We're praying for them. We're standing with them. And God, use this church in any way possible, God, to move on their behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Just a quick prayer for Ukraine before we preach this morning. But that's real. Amen. That's where we're at. Um, I don't know about you, speaking of men's breakfast. I don't know, men, if you would rate yourself as a husband. I don't know. Steve, what would you say? You're a, you're a 10. I know. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Because that's how I feel. I feel like I'm a, you know, I'm a 10. But we don't say that, you know, because, you know, we don't want to be like, we're not like Steve. So Steve's a 10. You know, I'm an 8. Um, you know, when the doctor asks you, hey, well, how much pain are you in? You know, it's like, it's an 8. You start with, because I don't want to say 5, because I want the pills. Hey, Amen. I need, I need some pain <laughs> medication. And uh, so I don't know. It's always like, but I consider myself you know, an eight, 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 eight and a half. But if me and Steve were just alone talking, we'd be tens. We'd just be honest about it. We're really good husbands. <laughs> Our wives are blessed. Amen, Steve. Our wives are blessed. Amen. But, but I, 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 I don't know if you've done this, man. I, I just was like, babe, I just want to light you up, right? I just, I want you to, I just want to make you happy. And I just want to like, just, just, just take this moment, babe. Just give it to me. How can I better love you? Have you ever done this? How can I just... Whatever it is, I, I, I'm prayed up, I'm ready, I can take it, give it to me, tell me my blind spot, hit me up, what is it? Is it when I jump on the bed at night, you've never told me for 20 years that I do this in bed, and, and it just is very annoying, it's very, very, very annoying, it's very annoying, just give it to me, what is it, the habits, do I, do I do, I do stuff, do I, I know we've worked through a lot of annoyances, but I'm just ready for it, give it to me. And she said, well, I don't, I'll pray about it, think about it. And I'm like, babe, I'm ready. I just, want, I just want to make you happy. I want you to be the happiest. I, I want you to be in a Disneyland marriage, amen? I want you to be just so happy. You ever done this in your marriage? I just, just, what is it? What can I do to bring heaven to your earth? 
What is it? What is it? And, and she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe take the garbage out. And I was like, cool. Yeah. I was like, yes, of course. Absolutely. Whatever. Of course. But like, I mean, really though, how can I light you up and make you the happiest woman on earth? A couple months goes by, I did the same thing. I'm like, babe, just give it to me. I just want to like love you. Cause I'm hoping she'll ask me, amen. I'm just going to keep sewing into this. I'm just joking. I'm doing it out of love. Amen. I'm doing it out of love, but I do know you reap what you sow. So maybe, so I'm just like, what can, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can just do to make you happy? And she's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no, I'll let you know. Maybe just take out the garbage. And I'm like, awesome. I mean, praise the Lord, babe. I appreciate that. Like, I know. Take out the garbage. Like, that's, that's amazing. I know, totally. But like, is there anything that you really, 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 really want? I don't know. Maybe take out the garbage. I know, but like deep in your soul, deep in the recesses of your mind, is there something I can do? Is there a recipe? Is there a date? Is there a country? Is it Italy? Do I just need to take it Italy and you'll just be the happiest? What is it? Give it to me, babe. Don't, don't hold back. Unfiltered. I want to give it to me. Maybe just take out the garbage. But I know, I know. But babe, give it to me. A couple months later, I was like, babe, I just won't light you up. You're my girl. <laughs> Baby girl, I want to take care of you. What can I do to take care of you? And she said, just take out the garbage. <laughs> it's a true story. I don't know why. I couldn't hear. Take, I got two ears and one mouth. I know, I know. But for some reason, I could not hear take out the garbage. I, I just couldn't hear it. And then like literally over a year, I heard it. I was like, you want me to take out the garbage? <laughs> I literally, I sat down there. I was like, oh my goodness. I, you want me to take out the garbage? You want me to actually take out the garbage? Like, like you want me to do that? Yeah. So I've been telling you for, how come I couldn't hear it? How come, and it's amazing to me as Christians how much we walk around and make God a mute and make everybody a mute. I don't know. I can't figure out my marriage. I can't figure out what God says. I mean, I just hope God speaks to me. I just hope my wife just speaks to me. I hope my kids speak to me. I'm here to tell you in all love and all grace and all truth that they are speaking to you. It's just that we're not listening. I'm telling you right now, God is speaking to you. He is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. It's just difficult to listen. I'm telling you in your marriage, I'm telling your kids as broken as they might be or as locked, they are telling you something. We just might not be listening. Why am I not listening? Is not it something easy to do? We think it's just easy and, and it, it, it isn't easy. It isn't easy, actually. It's simple. And the difference between simple and easy is the fact that losing weight is not complicated. Did you know that? The code has been cracked. I don't know. Some of you are, us are waiting to, for science to catch up, but it has been caught up that, that, that bless, you just got to burn more calories than you take in. I know it's simple, but it's, it's not easy. Is it? Prayer is, is, is simple. It's just not easy. Just set your clock. How long do you want to pray? You want to pray for an hour? Okay. What time do you wake up? I wake up at six 30. Okay. So just wake up at five 30. Take your phone. Click up that alarm button. It's going to go off at 5.30. Push snooze once or twice, but then get up, get your coffee, get your prayer chair, get your worship and pray. It's simple. It's not easy. Forgive. Listen. Get to church. Raise your hand. Is raising your hands in worship complicated? No, it's just lift, just do this. Whoop. Whoop. Everybody on three. Whoop. You did it. It's simple. But it's, it's not easy. Why, why is something so simple not easy? Why can't I hear what I'm supposed to hear? The children of Israel could not hear Samuel. They rejected the word of God. They refused to listen. When I don't hear somebody, I am refusing to listen. The church Sometimes we refuse to listen to a dying world. We refuse to listen, and we don't even know it. Why? Because of the image in my head. I've got an image in my head of the way things should look, 
of how you should treat me, of how you should talk to me, how life should have turned out, and the way it should be. I think what we're fighting in our lives is the image in our head. I got a king. I've seen it. I've seen a kingdom over there, and it looks awesome. You should see the Philistines. When they come out to battle, we come out to battle. We have like these prophets and like this incense. And we got these prayer warriors and the tribe of Judah gone. And then we're like all these warriors. Oh, it's kind of hokey, honestly. And we're like serving God. And I know David went out to battle and was like, I come to you in the name of the Lord. And the battle is the Lord's battle. And then we're like, okay, we're kind of over that. Like we're ready to take responsibility. And we want our king to come out and be awesome. I think I've seen something. And maybe it's the image in my head that's keeping me from hearing it's the image in my head that's keeping me from hearing you from hearing I had a whole system in my head this is why I realized I couldn't hear her I had this whole intricate like like containers and bungee cords and like these big containers I couldn't find anywhere but I was gonna find somewhere amen in the next 10 years and I was gonna put together this garbage system that was going to be amazing that was gonna blow her mind so when she said take out the garbage I was like yeah 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 yeah." I couldn't hear because I had an image of an intricate system like a like a mousetrap that was gonna take care of all of the garbage problems in our world I can't hear you because of an image in my head I've got, I've got an image in my head. I've got an Im- And the problem with an image is you just make it look easy. You just make it look easy. You, your marriage on Instagram just looks easy, right? So the problem is we have all these images. They dealt with images. Do you know how many, how many images we have to deal with? And the images are lying to us that it's easy. It's easy. So what happens when I go to serve God, you've made it look so easy. I think something's broken in me. And I thought that other people just have it easier. So when I go to do it, I must just be doing something wrong. And so what happens when I feel like I can't do something or I do something wrong, I just give up and accept your image for my life. And so we give up on what God has for us for each other's images. Why? Because you make it look easy. Your business looks easy on Instagram. Your marriage looks easy. Your workouts look easy. Look like you just wake up, just lunging. You just wake up, just working on everything. Just you wake up, you go, you go to bed lunchtime. You're just like, whoo. You go to bed, you're like, ah, I just can't get enough working out. And when I go to work out, I don't get it. It's not easy at all. And so if I'm working up against an image in my head, I will constantly be frustrated because the image is lying to me about what really is about. And so my, my marriage is wrong because you, you look like you just wake up and love each other and buy each other's chocolates and it's just chocolate strawberries 24 seven and you forgive each other and dinner time and everybody just, Oh, loves each other. When I raise my kids, they go, Oh daddy, tell me more. I just want to hear all of the goodness. I just want to be like you, dad. I mean, your sons, your sons, Isaac, just sit at your feet. Your wife fans you with a palm tree and feeds you grapes and you just walk on clouds and you make it look so easy. So when you step into battle, your marriage, you're fighting an image in your head and God did not promise the image in your head. He promised you his word. We're so frustrated with God. We're like, excuse me. Why aren't you doing this? He's like, I didn't give that to you. You stole that from somebody. You stole an image. Oh, Exodus 20 verse 4. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth. This isn't just a wooden image. This is an image. There's an image in your world that the enemy is lying to. That's why we think God's always late. That's why we're frustrated with God. It's not because God isn't moving or God isn't speaking. We're frustrated because the image in our head has lied to us about the way it should be. And so when I got an image on how my wife should treat me, excuse me, babe, I have an image. So what do we do? We spend most of the time trying to communicate our image. I don't know. I just, just like, if you could just like, if you, and we were describing like 50,000 different women with Eve all together. We're like, do you think you could just be the image in my head? We're fi- so much in church. People want to join churches. The problem is you want elevation plus every other church on the planet now. If we could take the top 20 and just put them together, 
like I would go to that church. Yeah, you're describing heaven, and we're not there yet. If our worship team, if my, if my friends could just be the friends in my head. So what God say? He said, um, you're not going to be able to hear anything. Hey, guys, I want to be your king. Yeah, but we know what we want. I've got an image, and I know what I want. See, the problem is you can't see your face, right? Right now, you can't see your face, right? Isn't that trippy? If you really think about it, I can't see me. <laughs> like right now, you can see me, but I can't see my face. I can see just about everything else, but I can't see my face. So what happens is I'm constantly worried about my image. How much time did you spend on your image today? My jeans supposed to be rolled. They're not rolled. How much time do you spend on your image? I I look. Because you can't see you. So I need to fit in with you. And I need you to tell me, because I don't know, I can't see me. I need you to tell me who I am. I need, I need to fit in in a certain way. Is this, is this what we're doing? So we spend our lives trying to fit in because I need you to help me with my image. And the truth of it is, is you can help me, but my source needs to be the mirror. The word is a mirror. And I'm made in his image. So I can't see him, which allows me to see me if I've got an image from you in my head. I'm preaching now. So I've got to tear this image down so I can reset and be a little bit vulnerable to say I need him than you to help me find me. Because I can't see my face. I got hope for you though. The Bible says in heaven we will, we will know as we are known. Maybe our heavenly bodies, we can see our face. I don't know. Maybe we'll always need to see just him. You have to see him to know who you are. It's an image. That's why so much of prayer you know what so many platform people deal with? So it's just like that's what really what you're dealing with. How do you see me? When you can drop that and you spend more time looking to him and you will walk in his image and you will know who you are. Peter, who do they say that I am? You're the son of God. And because you saw me, now I'm going to show you who you are. You're Peter. That's the revelation. That's why you need God. That's That's why prayer, that's why prayer is this transference of image taking down. That's why without prayer, all you have is some image in your head of what your marriage should be. And you're like, yeah, but I took it from a, a, a really biblical couple. Fine. But that's not the way it works. We don't live by sight. We live by faith. The only thing that you ought to see, and there's a fine line here between image and vision, but vision comes from the word of God. Image comes from fiefing off someone else's life, coveting and all that. The vision comes from the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word. That word hearing also has got built in some vision. So when you get around word, you get fresh vision, which fuels your faith. I wish I had time. So, so, so prayer is the transference of, of images, of constant images, constant images, constantly, daily, on the daily. David said, I need daily bread. I need daily bread to, to, to keep up with. Is that, is that house just something I'm just coveting? Or is God, is you, are, you, are you doing that in me? What, what, what praise? That's why you like this church. Because this church isn't about me. This isn't about people. This isn't about being some good Christian. We exalt the image of God. That, that's, why, that's why a good church is a church that says lift up the name. This church is about Jesus so that you can see who you are if you can see Jesus. Because you got to see his image. That's why good praise songs are not 90% about, oh, it's a hard week. Where are you, Lord? Where are you, God? Can't hear you. Can't see you. Can't feel you. There might be some songs with prayer in them, 
But most of our songs are about he defeated victory and he's the king and he's above and he's, 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 he's Jesus and he's savior. See, that's why, that's why David said magnify God. Why? Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to find our image because when you tear down every image, you need something to stare at. And God says, I'm going to show you my glory. I'm going to show you my word. And when you see that, you'll know who you are. That's why we got to tear every image down so we can see him in prayer and in praise. I'll give you a roadmap. Philippians chapter four, verse six. It says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious. What are you anxious about right now? Do this with me. This, this is church where, where this is real. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. Be anxious. For, what are you anxious about? Don't tell me just in your head. Just, just be honest. And don't tell your spouse because it might be them. Just, just right now, just, just be honest with God. Okay? Just be honest with God. Be honest with God. Are you ready? Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. The only way to not be anxious about anything. What are you anxious about? What are you anxious about? This is what ought to drive image transferring here is, uh, anxious for nothing, but in everything and everything by prayer and supplication. So what happens when you don't do this? See, the reason, you know, we spend so much time on communication, right? I feel like I'm just in a counseling office right now. The reason we don't actually communicate because you're not communicating, you're supplicating. So when you supplicate with somebody, you make them your God. And what happens when you have an image in your head that you're supplicating to someone about, they become your God, and then you wonder, what is going wrong? You're not communicating. They can't be your God. They will let you down every time. You supplicate with him. You communicate with each other. By prayer and supplication, so everything is going up to God. Next, everything is going up with thanksgiving because there's some things that we forgot about. Let your request. We've got to get back to this. If there's anything that you hear today, if you're like, I don't know, I don't understand any of that. Get this. You've got to start making your request known to God on the detail. I mean, you got to get all that crazy out. You got to get all that. That was, that was silly. I can't believe she said that. I can't believe I did the whole thing with his jeans. That was so silly. That didn't make any point. That was dumb. I hated it. Tell God about it. Tell God about it. How the last haircut went weird and the last thing went weird. And I don't understand that. Get everything to God. It's supplication. You have to get it. All of the images, all of the ideas, all of the, all of it. You've got to get it up to God. You've got to make it known to God. You've got to make it known. You've got to make it known to God. He knows. He knows how it happened, but he needs to hear it from you, and you need to make it known to him. Nay, known to God. Next. And the peace of God. Okay, so I make my request known to God. Okay. Make my request known to God. You can even do that right now. God, I just pray that, that uh, the pipes would get fixed. Make it make request God. Make request God. And the peace of God, hold on, transferring of images. See, because right now you've got all these things you have to do, these images. So you bring these images, and he says what happens is I'm going to give you my peace, okay? So the peace, though, what it does is it surpasses the understanding. Understanding is going to come. You don't want to wait around for it. So what he does is he hooks you up before the understanding. Standing, a fresh image from God comes and he gives you peace before to do what? To guard your hearts and minds. It's the peace that guards. When you transfer one image, God immediately gives you peace before the next word from God. Why? Because this is complicated stuff. This is God. Is this you or is this me? Am I just stealing someone else's marriage or are you speaking to me? And so you need someone to guard and it's the peace's job to guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Next. So now, whatever things are true, now he's teaching us to put biblical images. Help out this process. Put in biblical images of whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Next. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw do, and the God of the peace will show up. So this is, we want to go from transferring our requests, our images, our ideas, our fears, peace shows up, and then we start to load in word, and then all of a sudden, the God of the peace begins to show up, and that's when we begin to hear God.
We, yeah, we don't want to do this. This, this is, people don't do this. I've seen Isaac pray. I, I, I've seen, see, this is the problem. I've seen the way it's done. And that, that's silly. That's like fun. But I'm just going to wait for the, I'm going to skip the line and get right to the God of peace. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> Give you my marriage, Lord. Well, since the God of peace didn't show up, I'll just, I'll just take what you got. I'll just, whatever you got. Then we back to stealing each other's images. And God says, give it to me. Give it to me. You need peace to guard in the transference of images. And then you need uploading the word until I show up and you can hear me. Because when I show up, you'll start to hear me. The God of peace. Why? Because I'm the elder in the room. I've I've chosen some things, and I'm not a victim anymore. I'm not a victim anymore. The truth of it is, is I am a victim, and you are a victim, but we're not going to come into agreement with the things that have impacted our life. I'm not going to stay here. I choose not to be stuck. I choose not to be stuck. I choose not to blame. No one ever blamed their way into blessing. It's built into sin. Eve, what happened? Adam, what happened? The woman you gave me. Eve, what happened? The devil. This built into sin to blame and make excuses because the reality is, is you have been impacted by someone's toxicity and someone's sin. Absolutely. But what the cross does is the cross comes and brings us hope to say, I don't have to stay here. I don't have to stay here. I'm going to choose to hear from God. Thank you for Isaac. Thank you for the church. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for everybody. But I need to hear from God for me. I need to supplicate with him so I can communicate with you. I have got to hear from God for myself. God is speaking. I, I, I need to learn to listen. I need to learn to listen. And Philippians is teaching us how to learn to listen. I need to break this dysfunction of, 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 of feeling like I'm stuck. Anybody feel like they're stuck this morning? They can't get momentum. They can't get forward. This is what, this is what God wants to break. He wants to break this dysfunction of, well, I can't do anything about my situation. It might take some time, but God's going God's gonna to start to speak to you, and you're going to be able to hear his voice to move forward this morning. Amen? We're going to break this dysfunction of blaming. We're going to break this dysfunction of fear. We're going to break this dysfunction in our family. That's just the way I am. It's just the way things are. The devil is a liar. This morning, the word of God is going to come fresh into my soul, into my spirit, and I'm going to feel and sense like what I choose is going to matter. They say about battle, if the general or someone could not convince the troops that they were going to win, they could not go into battle and they would choose not to fight. The idea is that we don't really choose in a moment to believe the word of God when we believe it's not going to work. God's going to breathe upon us this morning that it's going to matter. It's going to work. When you choose to respond to God this morning, it it's going to matter. Where, where did this whole thing break down? I'll, I'll just, just really quick, just really quick. Did you add a minute? Okay. In the garden, in the garden, the enemy snuck in. He's just so crafty, so crafty the way the enemy sneaks in. It says, hey, Eve, I heard you can't eat, can't eat, can't, 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 can't eat of all the truth, can't, 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 can't. The enemy sneaks in and just puts a big can't. And that's without even, we didn't even realize it. Well, no, we, we, we can't. Well, yeah, but we can eat of all the trees, but we can't eat. But let's take a look at what you can't do. Let's get some can't. And it, the can't got in into the garden. And in many ways, it's still built into sin. So much so that thousands of years later, Christianity for some of us is still a can't. Well, I guess I can't watch that anymore. Gotta cancel my HBO subscription. Well, I guess I can't sleep with you. I mean, I'd like to, but I, I can't. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian and I, I can't, you know, watch the game because I, I, I got to go to church and I can't, I can't do that anymore because I can't. Is your Christianity one big can't? I guess I can't gossip anymore. I got a juicy story for you, but uh, I don't know. Pastor was talking about, <sighs> can't do what I want anymore. Do you feel like, do you ever feel like you can't do what you want? Like you're just like this wild beast that wants to run free, but Christianity has you like, for his glory, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't really build my business, I can't really get healthy, can't really seem to get financial momentum, 
nothing to communicate. Can't seem to raise my kids. Can't, I just can't. I can't seem to get my head right. I can't seem to get the images out of my head. Some things I've seen. That's for somebody. There's some, there's some stuff that I've experienced. I can't get it out of my head. Isaac, I appreciate your message, but I just, the truth of it is, if I was to be honest with God and let my request be no, and it would be I just trying to hold on and do my best. I, I can't. And so when I feel like I can't, I just borrow an image from you and say, God, I'll take that. I'll settle for that. Would you just, would you just give me their portion? I'll just take, I'll just take that. And we insulate ourselves. We just want, a, a, we just want some peace. And I just want some tranquility. God says, tear down that image. I want to, I want to start to speak to you again. And I'm going to pull that I can't. I'm going to just, just, just one turn this morning. And you're going to see the millions of trees that you can eat of. And you got to get your can back. All Eve did was, all the enemy did was convince Eve focused on the can. What happens when you can't, you lose the faith and the free choice to trust the word of God. You, you lose the excitement of choice. You lose the excitement of I made in his image. I don't know that. I don't understand the truth. I don't understand why there's a snake in the garden. I don't understand why God would allow this. But I, I, I got to get, get back to his word is true. He's my father. He put me in this garden. He gave me Eve. I'm naming animals. I'm in paradise. I don't understand. I don't, I don't have it all figured out. But I know God. I know who God is. And I'm getting back my can this morning. I'm getting back the fact that he made me in his image. And I can choose this morning if I'm going to stare at this tree of mystery and 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 lie and 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 being stuck and I'm, I'm gonna know I choose this morning I'm not a I'm not a victim I'm not a victim of the enemy I'm not a victim of what took place and even if I'm in I'm cutting ties with that this morning and I'm gonna choose to see the things that God all of the trees that God has put in my life I choose life this morning I can I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can I can build this business I can I can I can forgive I can love I can build a marriage I can build a life I can I I can, I can get back your can this morning and break the spirit of dysfunction that you can't and you never will. And I don't care who said what to you. We break that fear. We break that thing that was spoken over you and whom the sun sets free is free. And come out of that this morning. Break that chain this morning and say, God, by the blood of the lamb and the power of the Holy Ghost, I will live and I die. I will declare the name of Jesus. I will raise my kids. I choose. I choose. I choose. I choose. I choose. Say that. I choose. I choose. I choose. I choose. I choose. The friends in my life chosen. Don't speak victimization over your friends. Why are you friends with that knucklehead? Well, I don't know. Well, no. See? Break it. Why do you spend money the way you spend? I don't know, you know, things and inflation and, you know, you know. Victimization language. No, I can budget. I can be mentored. Money's not going to manage me. I'm going to manage my money. Why don't you get up to pray? I don't know, you know. I don't know, kids, you know, right? <laughs> no, no, you're choosing. You're choosing. You're choosing. Jesus stood before Pilate. He said, hey, let's, let me be clear before you start nailing me to a cross that no man takes my life. I freely give it. I choose it. What was taken from us in the garden was the fact that we were made in his image and we have more of God in us than we have enemy and we have sin. But we've chosen to come into agreement with the fact that we can't do some things and you need to know by the spirit of God that there is an I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me coming into your heart today that will cause you to say I can. I can serve God. I can build the marriage. I can preach to God. I can't raise the kids. I can. I can. I can. I can. I can. I choose. You feel that coming on you this morning a little bit? I'm not here to pump you up. I'm just here to reveal the word of God that, that you can choose. That you can choose. That you can choose. Is the life you're living the life you've chosen? 
or are we going to sit there? Are you going to own the fact of where you're at? Well, see, we don't talk that way, do we? No, we talk like one big victims, just victims of everything. Hey, how you doing with that? You clean out the garage? No, my wife gave me something else to do. Honey-do list, you know what I'm saying? Just nonstop. And it's just the enemy. What I choose doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. I don't know how much it matters, but I know it matters. I choose. Just because someone has let me down, or I don't know what to do, I'm not going to let these three things keep me from knowing that I can choose. Number one, bad authority figures, that's no longer an excuse. Yeah, my pastors and my teachers and my parents, I know, I know. Trust me, I know, I've had some of the worst. We can tell some stories. But I also know God will always send you a Samuel. And he'll always send you a Joshua. I know, I know. I wish it was the majority of voices. It's always like 10 to 2, 10 spies saying we can't, we can't go in, we're not well able. And there's like two, a Joshua and Caleb said we can't, let's go up at once and possess. We're well able, you're well able, choose, you're well able. You're well, take back your home. Take back your marriage. Take back your family. Take back your finances. Take back your faith. Take back your spirit. Take back your worship. Take back your day. Take back your week. Take back your life. And say, devil, no longer. Thus far and no longer. I choose today is the day of salvation for the rest of my life. I choose. I choose. I choose. I'm not going to let bad authority figures. God is trying to give you a word. He'll send you a prophet. He'll send you a word. He is trying to say. He is trying to speak. You need to listen. Speak, Lord. Your servant's listening. God is trying to give you a word about your kids. He's trying to give you a word about the future. Even some of you are doubting the existence of God. And God is trying to give you his word. But you're so ashamed. Why are you so ashamed? Because the image in your head, at 46 years old, you thought you would be. You thought faith looked like this. You thought church looked like this. You know my hardest days in church is when I have an image of like a stadium church in my head. And it was like, babe, by nine years, I'm supposed to have 100,000 people in this church. <laughs> you know what's so hard about COVID? It didn't fit the image in my head. And God said, I don't need you to try to perform the image in your head. I want to give you a fresh vision for my word. Would you just shut up and begin to, and begin to listen? Because I've got a word to lead the church in this year. Speak. Your servant is listening. God is speaking to you. He's giving you a word. Bad authority figures. Number two, people hurting me. Number three, I don't know what to do. That's not an excuse to go about the vision in your head, the image in your head. Oh, I'm not going to let any of those keep me from choosing. I choose today. I choose. I choose. Don't come to this church. I mean, you can't hear me. I'm preaching. Don't come to this church, though. And when someone asks you, hey, why are you in this church? I don't know. Kind of where I landed. You know, I got some good stuff. I got a kids program. And Isaac's got to, every once in a while, say something, you know, songs. Or... See, that's all victimization language. Choose this church. Say, so you know what? I think that God's speaking to me. I think I'm gonna put some roots down. You know what? I'm gonna. I, I want to see a revival in this city. You know, I'm gonna let God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose. I, I choose this community. You know, I choose to lift up. I'm gonna bring. I need. I need a place. I choose this place because because I need to bring my friends and family to church. I choose. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's a great baptism. I choose this baptism. I choose this worship team. You know, I'm gonna be here for warrior. But I choose. I'm gonna bring my. What happens when you choose? All of a sudden, you you start to see the plan of God. And you start to hear, I choose, I choose, I choose, I choose. Thanks, brother. Romans 12 says, I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that you give your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. 
Give it today. Choose to give it today. God, I give you my body. I give you my time. I give you my money. I give you my future. I give you my I choose. He's not taking it. You're not a victim of Jesus. He gave you everything. And he said, I'm I'm king. I will step into your situation if you allow me. Your heart is a throne. And you've got to throw wide that door. The Bible says he stands at the door and knocks. But you have got to let him in. He said, you got to let me in. you got to let me in to come in and reign. And we say, God, we give you, we give you everything. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. All, everything. Here. He'll direct your path. Here. 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 Joshua 24, 15. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands you dwell. But as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. In other words, Joshua say, hey, 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 choose whatever you want to do. Free country, free kingdom. What, 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 what you never understood was that it's a free kingdom. And in the garden, the enemy tried to get you to say it's not. And there's some things you can't do. And so we're going to break that lie and say, hey, you get to choose. You get to choose. Joshua just said, hey, just so you know, whatever you choose, it doesn't impact my choice. He was saying that his decision to serve the Lord was independent of whatever they decided, that their actions would not affect his, that his commitment to do the Lord's will would not be altered by anything or anyone else would do. Joshua said, choose, choose. You choose your praise. You choose your church. You choose your worship. You choose your generosity. You choose your ministry. You choose. You choose. He goes, but just so you know, your choice is not going to impact my choice because I'm not a victim. And just so you know, as for me, as for me in my house, as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me in my house, somebody help me, we're going to praise the Lord. As for me, I've decided, I've decided, I've decided to come out of I can't. I've decided to come out of fear. I've decided to come out of being a victim. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will preach the gospel. As for me and my house, we're going to have family time. As for me and my house, we're going to love. As for me and my house, we're going to go to church. As for me and my house, we're going to tithe. We're going to give offerings. We're going to send missionaries. As for me and my house, I'm going to go to the four corners. As for me and my house, we're going to pray. For me and my house, I choose life, I choose Jesus, I choose worship. Here we go. Give them everything. Give them everything. Give them everything. Give them every image. Give them every fear. Come on, church. Give them every doubt. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to
folks, look, I want to pray with a few people. First of all, if you're in a situation you feel like you can't move through it, I want the Holy Spirit just to come on you. If that's you, just come up here. Just come up here. You need someone to stay with you. Because there's that I can't. I can't seem to move forward. I can't seem to make move. If that's not you, just come up here. I want to pray with you this morning. Also, I want you to know, I think one of the greatest examples of this is actually a wedding. I know we love weddings. We go to weddings. It's, it, I'm telling you right now, it's not just because of the love. It's not just because of love. It's because a man stands in front of a woman and says, I choose you. It's the power of choice. And he goes, you know what? Just so you know, I'm going to forsake all others. I'm going to forsake every other girl. And you're my girl. Marriage represents the covenant of choice. Say, no one's making me be here. I choose to be here. I choose to be at this altar. And I choose you. And in sickness or in health, or in rich or poor, whatever happens to us, it's not going to change the way I choose. The enemy has come to steal the power of what you can choose. And this morning, if you need some images erased out of your head, just come up here. We're about to close, but I just sense there's an anointing to break images right now. If there's an image of death, if there's nightmares, if there's something in your mind that you can't get rid of, I'm telling you, get up here. We're going to sing this one more time and let the image be torn down. Let the lie of the enemy, if there's a lie in your head, get up here and let the power of the Holy Spirit break it. Let it break it in Jesus' name. Wants to rip that lie. Wants to rip off that image. Wants to rip off the spirit of death. Whatever you're thinking and whatever is being lied, I'm telling you the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Pray with me this morning. People are being set free right now. People are being set free right now in Jesus' name. Let the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost